0: Another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. Today's episode, we're gonna be all um gonna be talking all about like adjusting back into normal. We've obviously been through this huge phase of isolation. Things have shut down, our lives have turned on their heads in all different respects for as we know it. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about this general energy of feeling anxious about restrictions being eased, which can also feel a little bit disorientating because I think for so long we've been excited about the cafes opening and, you know, being able to see our friends and being able to touch people again, but then... As they're like, as that seems to be impending, we're all feeling a little bit anxious as to how we're going to reintegrate into our lives. So I'm going to be chatting about that in the scheme of health and fitness and going back into the gym and how that's going to make us feel and how we can prepare for that the best. But I'm also going to talk about it from a mindset lifestyle perspective. Focus as well, so that we can feel like we're still taking care of ourselves, that we're still living our lives in a way that feels really aligned for us, and that we're also using the lessons that we've learned during isolation and applying them so that we can actually benefit from this experience. Because there's always a silver lining, and if you're not at the stage yet where you're ready to see the silver lining, then that's so fine as well. One of the biggest things that I want to urge you is that you don't have to instantly be grateful for all of the shitty situations, you don't always have to find the silver lining straight away. However, if you feel like you have learned some lessons and you feel like you want to make sure the things that have benefited you during quarantine or isolation, like stay on and you can remain consistent with those things. And I'm going to give you some strategies around that, too. So very exciting. On that note as well, something that I used to really struggle with in my mindset was that I felt like I was doing all of the right things, right? Like I was doing the self-care and I was prioritizing meditating and I would be journaling whenever I would get stressed. And yet I still had this sinking feeling in my body. Like I was always feeling like it was hard to keep my head above water and I was unable to have any sort of consistency with my emotions and feeling happy. And I would practice my gratitude. And yet I still struggled to really shift into the gear of gratitude and really feel that in my body. And I felt like I was doing all of the right things in order to have a good mental health, in order to have a good lifestyle. And yet I've still felt like I was missing that spark. And now I'm in this place where I feel so content with my life, but also so anchored in the joy of knowing that the best is yet to come. I feel confident in my decisions. I am open and vulnerable, but without being needy, I have really healthy relationships. I'm not afraid to say no. And I basically designed a life that I love that really plays to my own strengths, and is not just listening to other people and following the crowd, but has really designed a lifestyle for myself that is really, really aligned with me because I know myself at such a deep level. And that is why I have created Peaceful Soul. This is my 10 week group coaching program that's focused all around your mindset so that you can learn your strengths, build a lifestyle that feels really aligned, be your authentic self basically, everything that you need in order to. Get the most out of your life to feel really positive in your mindset, to change your beliefs, to uncover anything that's holding you back so that you can, like I said, step into that higher version of yourself, be really intuitive, and live a life that feels like your own life rather than just following what everyone else is telling you. So, if that sounds like something you would be interested in, or you've been following my work for a while and you have seen my own transformation and you've heard, My clients testimonials that are all over my Instagram and my website, if you want to go check it out. And if you've been thinking for a while, that's something that you would like to experience for yourself and you're really ready to go to the next level or maybe you have been doing some of your own um, in a work by yourself, but you're ready to kind of be given the support and be shown what else is capable for you when you do have the right support and accountability. Send me a DM because you sound like the perfect fit for the peaceful soul. There are only very limited spots. Already four spots, as at the time of recording, have been taken, um, and I'm only going to offer a couple extra spots because of the high level of support that I give to each of my clients. So if you want to find out more about it, come and DM me on Instagram, and as by as my handle. As always, it is always linked in the show notes. We're going to be starting on May the 25th in 2020. So now is the best time to inquire about it because as soon as you sign up, you will actually start to get messenger coaching with me even before the program starts. So that's a really, really juicy bonus coaching offering that you get too. I'm really excited about this program. It's actually been something I've been thinking about launching for ages, but I just kind of sat on it for a while because I wanted to make sure that I was exploring everything that I had learned about my mindset, my self-care rituals and all of my other practices that I have done that has really helped me to create this mindset that I'm so proud of. Like I've literally done so much work on myself and now I'm really excited to be able to teach this through the Peaceful Body. So, yay. Moving on, let's talk about adjusting into real life. So one of my beautiful clients, thank you so much for sending me this article, sent me an article from Hack, which I'll link in the show notes um, tomorrow as well called the reverse culture shock. And this is kind of like we all went through a bit of a shock when we had to go into isolation because we a lot of us had to work from home for the first time ever. We weren't allowed to go to the gyms. All of the coffee shops were home. And for the first time in our lives, probably that most of us can ever remember, the pressure was completely taken off us to leave our homes. And probably for some of us as well, we felt really trapped inside our homes. And it was the longest amount of time we'd ever spent inside of our homes. And so For me personally, I didn't feel too shocked by it. And in fact, I felt really grateful to be able to offer so many strategies to my clients. And I was like, kind of had this like hit of adrenaline when lockdown actually did happen, or I guess it wasn't really lockdown here in Sydney. It was more just like isolation and stay at home as often as you can. Um, And I just felt like I was really at a place of service. And so I was running from adrenaline, really. And the first two weeks I felt like, yes, I've got this, like I can help people. And I've been working from home and I've got so many like offerings that I can share with people that are going to be really beneficial to them and then that's when the adrenaline started to um, wean off after like two or three weeks and I started to feel really tired and my body was really heavy and I kind of like the vastness of the situation hit me a little bit more and what I will still say is that something I've said a lot in this podcast is running your own business um, it's it requires you to be really comfortable with uncertainty and I think for a lot of people And this is not me trying to say that, like, oh, I'm better than people or I know more, I've learned more or anything like that. But just for me, I feel like I was able to kind of deal with the peaks and troughs of life more because that's kind of what I've been dealing with for the past two years. And I feel like in a way that I've been preparing for a crazy situation because I feel like I have such a big capacity for stress, for change, for uncertainty because it's something that I've dealt with a lot in my life of my own volition, which obviously makes it so different. Like I know it's a totally different scenario that we've been forced out of our hand to work at home for all the coffee shops to be closed. And if you've lost your job or something bad has happened to you, of course, you can never prepare for that no matter what your situation is. But for me, I really felt like it was an opportunity for me to like step up and just hold the space for my clients, offer as much value as I could on this podcast and to all of my clients Um, and I really found that even though I did get tired and I kind of had to slow down for a little while and it was a little bit overwhelming thinking oh my god the you know restaurants and pubs and gyms are never going to be open and I cried when I went to the gym and it was closed as well so it's not like I'm void of emotions but I feel like and a lot of us feel like this as well that (laughs) there have been some parts of isolation that I've really enjoyed The Jomo, like the joy of missing out, of not feeling pressured to have something organized for a Saturday night, of not feeling bad about sleeping in in the mornings and spending my mornings journaling in bed with coffee, even if it was midweek, of not having to always organize something or have the next thing coming and which has allowed us to be really present. And also this sense that I feel so grateful for the small things like just going out for my walk every day and just feeling the sunshine on my skin and having lots of space to myself and not feeling guilty for having to say, know and not even having to set boundaries like that whole need to do that was so out of my hand. Right. And I feel like a lot of us have gotten really comfortable with having space to ourselves. And so now as we feel like we're moving out of isolation and into a new phase, it can feel really overwhelming again because we've kind of just gotten into this routine of. Having adjusted, right? We've adjusted into something that used to be really unfamiliar to us, and now working from home, we've gotten comfortable with that. We've gotten comfortable with there being like hand sanitizer at the coffee shops and needing to be six feet away from each other. Why am I saying six feet? A meter, at one point five meters away from everyone. I've obviously been listening to something American. Um, away from everyone at the shops, and we just have more space, and there's nothing to do on the weekend. So of course, of course, it's going to feel a little bit overwhelming when we are, you know, when we have, I guess, the chance to do. more social interactions to see more people to more people being in the shops or more people being at the beaches or on in their cars and driving around. So I just want you to know that if you're feeling a little bit anxious and overwhelmed by the option of that happening that that is so normal. And I also want you to know that it's not just going to happen overnight. It's not like you're going to wake up tomorrow and everything's gonna be back to normal and you're gonna to have to be living a really busy life and going to work and going to the gym and trying to fit things all in. It's going to be graded and all that you can do is take it step by step. And a lot of my friends and a lot of my clients have been um, speaking about how they're a bit overwhelmed that lots of people suddenly want to talk to them and see them and invite them over and go for a walk. And like now all of a sudden we're being bombarded by people inviting us out or wanting to do things and feeling overwhelmed by that. And I can totally relate to that because I am absolutely an introvert at heart. Something that isolation has made me realize is that I'm a lot more of an introvert than I even realized. Like, I can honestly just spend all day every day by myself and be so fine, um, except for if something upsets me and then I need to run to my mom or my friends to cry about it. Or if something really exciting happens too, I really, really like being able to share that with someone too. Like, I really believe that a burden shared is a burden halved, but then like a celebration shared is a celebration doubled. Lol, good phrase from me. Anyway, That's all to say that, like, I love having my own space and I know and and I think it can be really tempting to just say yes to all of your friends. So this is actually a really good opportunity for you to respond in a way that reflects what you truly desire. You do not just have to say yes to something simply because someone's asked you something and because you're friends and because you have history and because you don't want to disappoint them saying yes to something that you have to convince yourself to. Normally means that you don't really want to do it. So this is where it's really important to follow what lights you up, right? And it is okay to say no to something simply because it feels constrictive or it feels dense or you just don't really want to do it. You don't have to justify that all the time. You don't need to say that to your friend. All you would need to say is, no, I can't do this weekend. But how about I let you know in a couple of weeks or at the moment, it's not a good time for me. I'm just like adjusting to isolation. So I'll let you know when I can catch up. You don't have to be like, no, it doesn't feel aligned for me and it's not in my higher purpose. You can just say no or practice just, you know, you don't have to say no forever either. Like I think a big part of the reason why we struggle to say no, whether it to be to friends or also to work, like if you're a shift worker or casual worker, is the feeling that you'll never get asked again. So to kind of counteract that, just say not this week or I'll let you know when I can or count me in for the next shift or something like that because it might not feel right for you in the moment, but it might feel better for you next week once you've had some more time and space and you're in a different mindset and whatever it is. So it's just about you know, practicing having your boundaries and really noticing what is it that I loved about isolation? What do I really want to take through with me to the other side? But also knowing that it's not like we're going to just flip a switch and everything's going to go straight back to normal to what it was. It's going to take some time. And I think that can kind of make us feel a little bit unsettled because we can't latch onto anything secure or finite. So we're like, well, what is going to happen and how many friends can I see and what's going to happen with the pubs and how's it going to work to go out and all of these things. And of course, Course, like I said, that can feel so unsettling because our brain loves to try and rationalize everything and put everything in its little box. But honestly, we need to practice to just surrender and be like this is what I can do in the moment this is what I feel like I want to do right now these are the people that I feel most comfortable with and also reminding yourself that we're still going through this quite traumatic event which means that our energy reservoir is going to be lower so if you're still feeling more introverted if you feel like you can't do all of the normal things that you used to in your life that is okay you do not have the amount of energy that you once did before because we're still going through this situation and life is still a Adjusting and that still requires a lot of our energy. I speak about a lot this idea of willpower and this comes from our own capacity to make decisions is not unlimited. This is why in the morning your brain is going to be more like active and ready to go and you're probably going to be feeling more inspired and it's easier for you to make like good choices and to make decisions because in the morning you've kind of like recharged your battery and you're at like full capacity to make lots of decisions. And this is why as soon as you get tired or at the end of the day, you're often more likely to make Not so wholesome choices or you might find it harder to make decisions because you've been making so many decisions during the day. And so now during this time of isolation, and this is something that they actually speak about in the article that I was talking about um, from Triple J, is that we have so like as isolation becomes less and restrictions become less, we are faced with more choices So that means we might have more coffee shops to go to and should we sit in and should I see this friend and should I go for this walk and can I go to the pub and what should I drink and what should I do this weekend? And to go from having like only a very finite amount of choices to suddenly having so many more choices, of course, it's going to feel overwhelming. So again, this is where it's really important to get in touch with what your values are and your priorities are, which is something that I go in depth to. Um, In the Peaceful Soul group coaching program. And if you don't know what your values are and your priorities are, and it doesn't have to be something complicated and really categorized and like official, it gets to change and it can be fluid as well. And you can have your own agency in deciding what it is in that moment. But decide for now, what is it that's really important to me? Maybe for you, it's taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself. And in doing so, that doesn't make you selfish. That actually means that you'll be able to serve your friends better, to serve your family and fr- to serve your family better, to be better at work. But it just means that you want to make sure that the choices you make are aligned with that value so that you can then be a better version of yourself. Because if that is something that is important to you, but you continuously over- overextend yourself you say yes to things when you really want to say no it means that you're not going to be your best self you're going to struggle to act um like from a place of fullness and you're going to be leading yourself to feeling really overwhelmed and just dried up like a little prune so you can have some really like strategical plans around this and what I mean by that is decide for yourself how many times a week do I want to be seeing friends for the next couple of weeks it might just be that I say yes to one thing on the weekend and one thing during the week and that is enough for you and just decide that and then when you feel ready and it will just drop into your body you'll get an inspiration and you'll be like yeah okay I'm feeling ready to like have more friends over I'm feeling ready to go for an extra walk this week you will know don't rush yourself don't force yourself don't try to convince yourself you need to do it earlier it's okay to just do one thing and it's okay to say no and you do not need to justify yourself and of course the first time that you say no to someone or you have to reschedule something it's also normal to feel a little bit guilty about it because it's something that you don't do often and that's literally the only reason you feel guilty about it it's not because you're a bad person or you're not worthy of love or that person hates you it's not and I get it I, I get it because I've been there before and I am It's a process that you always will go through as well. Anytime you do something new, it's always going to feel uncomfortable. But remind yourself that you get to just do that thing for yourself because then that's going to help you to be the best version of yourself. Saying yes to something simply because you feel bad for that person or you feel like you should means that you're going to turn up to that thing, not your full self anyway. And they're not that person is then not going to get the benefit of you being your best self. Another really helpful strategy for you is to reduce the amount of decisions that you need to make every single day. So this can come from your meal prep. Maybe you don't have a system for your meal prep because you've been at home and you're like, oh, I can just cook every day. But maybe now what you might start to do is on a Sunday plan two or three meals that you know that you want to eat and that make you feel really excited. It honestly does not have to be more complicated than that. Maybe you want to decide to have like a work uniform that you wear every single every single day. So you don't have to constantly decide what you're gonna be wearing every single day. And just make it a little bit easier for yourself and just have like a few things that you wear on rotation and then every couple of months you change it up. Maybe you want to, I don't know, like cut something out of your life that makes you feel a little bit like it's overwhelming to decide, or you know, you keep having like different breakfasts every day or you feel like you need to do a different workout. And because you're trying to design workouts all the time, it's making you really exhausted. So maybe you decide, okay, Okay, this is the workout I'm going to do for the next month and I'm just going to stick with it and it might be boring. But I need that sense of groundedness and consistency to help me to not feel so overwhelmed by all of the choices that I have. I'm actually going to chop this episode up into two parts. So to hear my approach on how we can deal with the anxiety of going back into the gym and not feeling stressed about like, I guess, whether we've lost strength or fitness and how we can kind of adjust back into our routines again, stay tuned for that. But the last thing that I want to say is that we can get really stuck in the future, obviously, and we can get really stuck in trying to plan things. And that can really lead to anxiety. Anxiety is trying to predict the future, which we all know by now that we can't do. And we try to solve problems that haven't happened yet. And we try to think oh well if I do like if I do x then y is going to happen because you know like I've been saying a lot we really try to rationalize everything all the time and we feel like we need to have a reason for everything and so what I want to impart with you is that you get to say no you get to still um, have nights at home by yourself you get to still just enjoy the routine that you have now without feeling bad about it without feeling like you're being a loner or too much of an introvert like give yourself the permission to do that because I know that I will be doing that as well and just really take it day by day see what comes up see what you're allowed to do see what you feel like tomorrow and if it's finding, if you're finding it difficult to like make plans in the future, then don't make plans. Or if someone wants to do something on Thursday, tell them, yeah, can I let you know on Thursday what I feel like doing? And instead of trying to plan out your entire week, just really take it day by day. And something that's been helping me a lot is just the night before thinking about the things that I want to do for myself the day before, not overwhelming myself, not giving myself a huge to-do list, but just one or two things that I know I want to do, whether it be something as simple as just changing the bed sheets or calling my mom or something Sometimes it's something I have to do for work and just really giving myself the grace and the permission to take it day by day like that instead of feeling like I need to have all of these plans and I need to know what I'm going to do next weekend and what am I going to do next month? And, you know, am I going to start planning like and travel and how am I going to make the most of going back into normal life? And it's like, no, just take one foot forwards see how that feels and if you want to go back to your old routine also remind yourself that you can do that if you go out and you see friends and it feels too overwhelming then give yourself the next day off or have a day to yourself that you know you can just be your introvert true self without having to organize anyone or entertain anyone and just know that you can always go back to what you were doing before and try again there is no such thing as failing or even if you do fail or you make a mistake or it doesn't feel right then you've learned and you can try again and try it in a different way and ask yourself instead of thinking well why did I do that or why does it feel like that or what's wrong with me asking yourself well what can I do differently next time so that I feel more supported so that I feel more nourished and so that I feel like I'm taking care of myself so that's it from me part two is going to be all about adjusting to a new health and fitness routine so stay tuned for that bye